It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have And if you let that whiskey ring, the Odd Drunk Podcast. He did like. I do remember there's that secretly w- give gifts to people and stuff. Yeah, uh, but it was like meth or something. Just well, it was probably just under like the bread ta- under the like, table. Be <laughs> <laughs> like a poor person, please, please, sir. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Under the table here. <laughs> it's like just crack. <laughs> Plot twist. I am the real Santa Claus. I time traveled and got crack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm really glad I recorded that. But you know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. It feels like it's been a super long time. Yeah, uh, it really does, actually. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, we're almost there, people. We're almost there. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking about the end of the year or a particular um, film. Um, and I'm not even talking about our personal struggles of finish completing our finals. Yeah. I'm talking about Christmas, my friend. <sighs> Christmas. And Christ, um, Christ's mass. Or just the holiday season. The mass Shut of- up. Don't at me. Christmas mass. We are we are transitioning into a family friendly Christian podcast. Yes, starting now. Okay. What are you drinking tonight? <laughs> <laughs> no. Drinking the blood, <laughs> the blood of Christ. Um, but we are here. You know, you know, Ro- the Romans legitimately thought Christians were cannibals. Wait, did I say welcome back to the Drunk Podcast? Podcast? Did I yeah. say that? I think you said I, welcome back. I don't know something. Yeah. yeah. If you're new, go away. No, just no, no, don't go no, away. Stay, stay. No, don't, don't go away. <laughs> He's joking, I swear. Um, but we are here to talk about a particular uh, man, if you will. He dresses in red. His name starts with an S. He's very uh, popular and relevant right now at this time. Satan. Um, <laughs> he is uh, some people. Satana? Some people would consider. No, he's not relevant right now. Some people would consider him <laughs> to be a hero. Uh, some people don't believe in him. Some people do. Uh, he has Spider Man. <laughs> exactly. No, not that guy. I'm just naming all the people with names that start with S that dress in red. Well, that's. I was leading. I was gonna <laughs> reference Spider Man without saying his name. Oh. But now you just ruined it. Yes, oh. we know Spider Man No Way Home is. <laughs> basically out um we will be releasing our review i promise yes this monday yeah but if you're listening to this in the future that's irrelevant but boo um <laughs> it's gonna be released you know what you know as soon I, as possible i've been looking at our numbers or downloads recently and one thing i've noticed more recently is that people have you guys have been going and not listening to just our new episodes but going back, going back. and checking out our old episodes and that's no, awesome. No, like our old ones are getting traction. And I love that's that. cool. Uh yeah, i saw Dark Souls lore was uh rising up in the ranks, yeah. which i really appreciate cuz i actually put effort into that one. 
<laughs> yeah, I like that. Our old content is not just collecting dust. Um, and speaking, <laughs> I mean, little side note here. Speaking of Dark Souls lore, yeah, I know about Elven Ring. I know it's coming out. I've talked about it. Mm, yes. Soon as I get my hands on that game, what is that February? Yeah, an episode's gonna happen. I don't know if a lore episode, but definitely something related. Uh, He's gonna beat it. Um, with the weekend it comes out. <laughs> I don't want to do that with that and game. Do a full completionist. That's review. see, that's a game you definitely don't want to run. Well, I heard. I mean, to clear like every dungeon and cave or whatever they thrown into the world. That's like a hundred hours for sure. But you could do it, it in forty-eight. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I bet you could beat the story mode, or well, not. Well, from software it doesn't have a <laughs> quote, <laughs> quote unquote story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in italics. Yeah. Yes. That's up to the players to decide. Well, actually, this well, one's probably going to be different. I appreciate that about those games. Though. Well, from. Okay, we're talking about Elden Ring for a bit. Okay. You know. We're doing um, it. So George R. R. Martin, he wrote the... He didn't write the actual story of the game. He wrote the lore and the background and, like, the mythology of it and yeah. the history of it and, like, the wor- the world and the setting. But, like, the actual story... When I first heard about the game, I thought it was the opposite. I thought it was going to be George R. R. Martin like, helping write the story. No, he then, just, like, created, helped create the world yeah. and, like, the mythology and That's pretty cool. Setting. I mean, and I then think he, it, he has some talent in world building. And then um, Miyazaki, <laughs> you know, he went ahead and did his story, which is basically just like, oh, this pair of boots has a description that may link to something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, George R. R. Martin, I think, but, is he's pretty good at world building and fantasy. I mean, you know not, what? Not you know, many people have heard of this, but there's this little series he did called Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, and it, I heard the eighth season was the best by far. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when he was no longer involved. <laughs> Boom, roasted. Um, George R. R. Martin also looks like Santa. <laughs> I mean, since we're on that topic. Uh, we come full circle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that man in red we were talking about earlier, it was it not is, Santana. It was not Satan. It wasn't Spider-Man. No, it's George R. R. Martin. It's George R. He R. Martin. He sometimes wears a red shirt. Yes. I, I'm sure he does. And sometimes he goes by the name Santa. Yeah. Are Game we, of Thrones is actually a Santa say, prequel. Are we saying that George R. R. Martin breaks into your homes every year and Santa's a White and, Walker and leaves you and and leaves you gifts? Yes, we are saying that. Well, we're just implying it. it well, no, no, no. I think we, we, I think we are saying that. And the only person who can prove us wrong is is George R. R. Martin himself. Yeah. So you, we need George R. R. Martin to anyone come out. That, and officially say he's not Santa Claus. Or anyone that otherwise can, we're right. Anyone that could catch him in the act. Yes. And history shows that Santa slash George R. R. Martin has not been caught in the act quite yet. <laughs> not <laughs> yet. Yeah, I mean, no one's ever seen Santa, so how do we know it's not George R. R. Martin? Wait, it all makes sense. He yeah. spends ninety nine percent of his year writing a song of ice and fire, <laughs> and then one day he does the Santa thing. Goes back to writing, but never nothing comes of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I imagine the reason the next Game of Thrones book or Song of Ice and Fire book has not come out is he is he spending so prepping. much time making toys and stuff right. for yeah. all the kids. <laughs> well, that's actually the elves. His 
Yeah. His labor, well, he probably his workforce. He probably still has to oversee it, though. Probably very busy. Guy. Do you think the elves have a union? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Santa, Santa made sure that they can unionize. Before we get into it, so yeah, um, we are going to be talking about every. Well, okay. We're going to be talking about a lot of different versions of Santa that we can think of and that we have pulled up and yeah. that are popular and that people should know. So, different versions of Santa, Santa himself, all that kind of stuff. So, this is, we're going to get into the Santa verse, people. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, uh, did you see the new Spider Verse trailer? It looks amazing. Yes, I did. I mean, it's just a great time oh. to be a Spider Man fan. Yeah, they're but, they're uh, they're they're going to um, apparently have the Japanese Spider-Man, dude, off. and his mech Lepardon. Yeah. yeah, that will be I, sick, man. Because they, they I, I think the the director or writer or whatever of the Spider-Verse uh, movies said when the last one came out, if the first movie made a certain amount of money. That they would put Japanese Spider-Man in the second one. And well, they you did make that amount of money. You know what would be so if he doesn't put if Japanese Spider-Man is not in this movie, that man is a goddamn liar. You know what would be a great joke if um in No Way Home there's a scene that seems like one of like like Toby or Andrew are gonna show up, but instead <laughs> it's Japanese Spider-Man and maybe just put in the cartoon 60s Spider-Man. That would be but just, really good. Just like a cutout of him or like just a poorly like inserted animation. I would love if they just a I would love if troll. the Japanese Spider-Man showed up and it's the original actor too. Yeah. And then Yeah. Well, yeah, the original actor should definitely do the voice of, right? Or just he should make a cameo. He and, should play well, a role in it. Yeah, well, and honestly like in the movie, I hope he's just Japanese. Maybe put subtitles yeah. or don't. Yeah. <laughs> that Just, would be really good. Well, you know, since we're on Spider-Man talk for a <laughs> second here, uh, which we're going to be doing a lot of coming up, but, um, you know, Japanese Spider-Man's like famous, most quotable line. I'm an emissary from, from hell. hell. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, that classic I, Spider-Man line. Yeah. An emissary from hell. <laughs> That's got to be a translation error. I just love the idea that when the when they when that company in Japan got the rights to use they they had the rights for a bit to use any Marvel character they wanted however they wanted. Yeah, and Spider-Man was the only one that and, well, the only thing they used from Spider-Man was the character design. Yeah. They just and kind of his powers. They but were the rest, he was they originally going to be the sidekick in the show though. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, we'll go, I watched the uh, Weekly Planet. Yeah, they Caravan just covered garbage. They just covered it, and I yeah. learned. Um, uh, I forgot where I was going with that. And he shoots ropes with his hands. But anyways, yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they made the stuntman actually climb the oh, tower in Tokyo. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, but and uh, Disney Plus has the, got documentary. Uh, on it. They they over there at Caravan of Garbage, uh, Weekly Planet. They pointed out that um, they just gave Spider Man Ghost Rider's backstory. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, <laughs> which I never noticed. He's like that a stunt before. motorcyclist, and, <laughs> and then he makes a deal with this weird guy, and he says he's an emissary from hell, a weird ancient warrior who had fallen into a cave. But I don't remember ago. Ghost Rider having a mech. But that would be really. Sick. You don't remember that? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I think it was in the it was in that the, it was in, it was the, in the, the Nick Cage Nicholas, one. Nick Cage Ghostwriter. <laughs> he had a giant mech. Oh, I missed that. And there was. Are a you kai- sure that wasn't an extended cut? <laughs> there was a kaiju fight at the end. Oh yeah, with the guy with the weird beard, but he didn't have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that, that guy's name is, that Blackheart. Blackheart. That actor. Yeah, <laughs> Blackheart. He uh, <laughs> he's in he's a pretty good actor that I don't know the name of. Yeah. And I don't bother looking up. <laughs> but anyways, uh, before we get into talking about our favorite man in red, Santa, um, we're going to be, what am I saying? We're going to be talking about what we're drinking. Yeah. Why do I feel like I haven't done this show in two weeks? It's been a long week. It's been, yeah. Since last time it really has. It's been a long Gosh, week. yeah. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I'm all done with my finals now. I'm not. But I'm glad we're getting... (laughs) I'm glad we're taking a break in January. I'm not going to lie, guys. We have fun doing this, but... (laughs) You know, as you know, we're going insane. But uh, So I'm drinking Vanilla Porter. Breckenridge Brewery. We've had it on the show before a while ago, but it's... Good beer. Yeah, great winter beer. I poured myself a glass of that as well, but we also have some other beers, too. And... I think vanilla really, it just works well with a beer, with a porter. Yeah. I. And it's not too strong. It's just a, it's pretty tasty. It's pretty smooth. Yeah, it's definitely smooth. And uh, yeah. And compared, we've also compared got. Compared to like chocolate porters and stuff like that. Which yeah, those go, can go sideways. Yeah. Pretty the, quickly. The vanilla goes well. And then we got the Christmas ale. And then I already drank my Coors Banquet, the one left. <laughs> and then we've got Mountain Beer Coles from Telluride. Yeah, Telluride Brewing. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I, I I thought about buying some Christmas beers today. Um, they have a I, ton of the Christmas ales. Yeah, I I was at Albertsons and I bought, but I bought the the Mountain Kolsch just because it sounded good. Non-offensive. Non-offensive. Yeah, I just a while a, a little bit ago before recording made a Mad Mosa with one of them. Yeah, and it was very good. That's a good thing about beers like that, you know. And Telluride makes good beers. Um, I didn't go to the brewery when I was up there, unless recently. But I'd like to go visit the brewery there. I've eaten at the brewery once. Yeah, They're pretty good burgers and stuff. There's some good restaurants and and places up in Telluride. They just uh, they can be expensive. Very expensive. <laughs> and every waiter I've talked to does not live there. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, any of you uh, Coloradans out there, not that I would know you in any personal way. We went to tell you right. We had to fly here <laughs> to tell you right. Uh, well, actually, fly to Denver, then drive tell you right because that's cheaper. Even though Telluride does have an airstrip, which looks really sketchy. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's sketchy <laughs> yeah. as hell, but. <laughs> But Telluride's very <laughs> expensive. It's just and, it's a tourist town. But it is pretty nice I mean, and whatever. I mean the thing Visit is it. it's like people live there, but you can't live there if you if you're a waiter. You gotta be like <laughs> you can't work food service and live in Telluride. I'd say to live <laughs> there like happily, you gotta be making at least and I'm and this is with a partner also doing the same, at least six figures a year. Yeah. If not more. Like <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, I, th- I know Tom Cruise. Has I, I a house think there. I know. I, I know. Well, well, enough. 
I know. I know. I do personally know people who have lived in Telluride. Um, don't don't make that much. I would say. Well, maybe okay. With, maybe not with roommates. You probably be with like, roommates. You probably got to be making 50, make 50 grand a year. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> to be able to afford to live there. Yeah. Um, I could be wrong though. I've not actually like spent a lot of time. Well, I'm sure you could get cheap. In Telluride. I'm sure. But anyways, <laughs> um, we're getting sidetracked. We are the rent crisis. We're all broke and in lots of debt. Yep. Fun. <laughs> Tis the season, right? <laughs> yes. Happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we are going to be talking all about Mr. Claus. Uh, so, yeah, I've, I kind of want to yeah. start out with, like, just a question. Okay. When did you ever... Like, believe in Santa Claus. Yeah, I believed in Santa Claus. When did you, like, realize it was a ruse? Or, like, sometime when you in, started be questioning it, at least? Uh, sometime in elementary school. Uh, now, I don't have a lot of actual memories from elementary school. <laughs> Today, I was on the phone with my mom. She was saying... That's not good. She was, she was saying, do you remember when you were in first grade? And I cut her off and go, no. Because <laughs> she was talking about some ornament I made in class. That she I can remember when I was in first grade. If uh, I really sweet, think about sweet it, sweet story she was telling. But she was like, "Do you remember when you were in Mrs. Hanks' class in first grade?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I remember Miss Hanks. I do not have any memories." Um, no, I. So my my parents tell me that uh, what I do remember is that I claim to have figured it out. Before my parents claimed that I figured it out. Right. So yeah. I, I think that's the case with most kids. I claimed that I figured it out much earlier than and my parents were like, keep would would be like, no, no, you No, believed, you, you always... believed in Santa Claus longer than that. Well, here's my thing. And I think and I hope given that likes. I don't really have a lot of good memories of that, I think the case is either I did figure it out and I just went along with it because it was fun. Or my parents are right, and I just being a kid wouldn't want to admit it. We're trying to be I cool. Don't actually know which um, which is the case. I mean, from what I remember, yeah, I believed in it and Santa Claus until about I was five or six, mm-hmm. and it was around that time where I started staying up later, playing on my GameCube. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rad. Playing uh, Luigi's Mansion. Ooh, some Spyro? Uh, definitely Spyro. Well, I played Spyro on the PS1 before that. Ah, yeah. Early Spyro, you yeah. know. Um, and actually played the first Spider-Man game back mm. all the way then. Nice. I had no idea what anything was, but I loved it. <laughs> yes, I, ever, I like looking back to our memories of gaming as a little kid where I was just like, I mean, I knew what Spider-Man was, but, like, Scorpion showing up and Stan Lee talking, I was like, who's this guy? (laughs) Well, also, (laughs) like, when I was a kid and I played games like that, I would just be infatuated by just the simplest shit in the game. No, I remember when I jumped from a rooftop to another one, I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And, you know, playing classic good games and Smash Bros., of course, Zelda, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, Metroid. Prime on the GameCube. The That's a good one. one. Yeah. But I 
I don't have like a distinct memory of like when I came to the realization, but I do remember. Well, yeah, staying up late, it's like, hmm, where's Santa? I mean, yeah, I'd pass out at like two or three. I was like, okay, I guess he showed up after that. Yeah. Um, but, and this is possibly the first time I'm admitting this. I remember finding a price tag on one of my gifts, and I was like, why would Santa have to buy something that he made? Well, I mean, another and thing. Then, <laughs> um, but here's my thing. I still kind of I wanted to believe in it because you know you're a kid yeah. and you want the you want to believe in magic and fun things like yeah, that. I mean, I mean, so it's Santa what, Claus is like this. I think I mean, a lot I, of kids, Santa Claus used to be like equal to Jesus Christ for me. Yeah, when I, I was think a kid. I think a lot <laughs> you know of kids I mean? stop believe like really believing in Santa Claus a lot earlier than they'll admit, even right because it's fun. It's fun to believe no, in Santa yeah. Claus. My thing is like even when. I don't recall ever. I mean, obviously, when I was really little. I mean, I played with the idea until I was like fourteen or fifteen, and then I was at that point. I was like, "Mom, I haven't believed in it in a long time." Oh, and I just uh, been playing along with it. It was yeah. I, I think you know, it was. Uh, I think <laughs> I actually stopped believing in Santa Claus later than most kids did, but I didn't pretend as a lot as long as a lot of kids did. By the time I was like nine years old. Nine, we were just, yeah. we were done with Santa Claus. Yeah. Um, well, my thing is, I just kept playing along, just for the fun of it, because that's yeah. the but, that's but, a part of like Christmas. For, for you example, know? like take, you wake up in the morning, you get your presents, yeah. and it's T- take another another. Even when you know Santa's not real, just playing along with yeah. it is still like fun, and it's well, it's like take, one of the best things to experience as a kid. Take, like, take another another example, like the Easter Bunny. I um, never believe in that freaking bunny. I don't have any memories of I ever. hated the Easter Bunny. I, Every time we went to take pictures with the Easter Bunny, I would took get... took pictures with the Easter Bunny? They had Easter Bunny That's guys. That's fucking freaky. No it wonder, was freaky. No wonder you didn't like it. We didn't that. do that that much, though, because no, I hated it. My family And then Santa Claus, though, when I was a kid, when I was little, and my parents would take me, like, four, three or four or five, and they'd take, me to take pictures of Santa, I hated it. I didn't want to be by that man. I never liked. Doing I don't that, know why, no. because I believed in Santa and I liked the idea of him. But then when I saw him in person, I because guess I was deep just so down, nervous. You know it's just a creepy old man. Well, not at that point. <laughs> but I was just—I guess I was just so nervous. I was like, "Santa, really? Oh my God! He's yeah. like a—he's like a but god." Like, but like, take the Easter Bunny though. <laughs> I don't—I don't remember ever actually believing. Like maybe when I, I never was, yeah. when I was three years Easter old. Easter Bunny I pro- was I probably did when I was three. Maybe but, when I was three, but. but but I, we, my family still played along with it. Yeah, you still play along because that's fun. Yeah. I mean, people that are like, because I knew kids in school and everyone did. And if you're one of those kids, let us know. But um, that were like, yeah, Santa's not real and I have the proof. And it's like, okay, I don't care. I just like Christmas. I like playing along with it. Yeah. It's fun. It's not some conspiracy. Do you not like Santa Claus fun? isn't some conspiracy theory. But you know what's really cool? You don't have to prove he's not to real. To convince me, and this actually had me convinced for a while until I found the price tag, until I stayed up like all night one Christmas. Um, sorry, parents. I didn't see you actually place the gifts. I wasn't being that bad, but I was staying up in my room listening, and I heard movement, but I was like, mm, that's not Santa. He would have been too quick. You're like, you're like, that's Jason. Because, <laughs> and not my dad, Jason Voorhees. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> oh shit. Oh shit. <laughs> no, but um, 
And also, I always was like, you know, I asked, like, how can Santa do that and, like, give everyone gifts in one night in the whole world? I was like, well, he's got to be like a god or something. You know, that, that, you know, <laughs> you know. that leads me to a point I was thinking but, about recently about Santa Claus. Okay. I was watching Rise of the Guardians. Yeah, and Father Christmas is in that. Yeah, and uh, played by Alec Baldwin. And we could, yeah, we could talk about that um, version. And uh, I had this thought that, so in a lot of these movies about Santa Claus, they play, they do this thing where it's like, adults don't believe in Santa Claus, but he's real and kids believe with him. And it's the magic of their belief that makes him, gives him his power and stuff and all that, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, kind of like Freddy Krueger. Christmas magic. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> yeah. The morning. Uh, and, um, I just have this thought where I go, any movie that tries to do the pull, the bullshit of Santa's real, but adults don't believe in him is fucking stupid. If Santa were real, everyone would believe in him. It would be obvious that he's real. How could Santa do anything and actually operate without adults realizing that something's going on? What happens when the adults come down in the morning and there's presents that they didn't put there under the tree? So there's some versions of Santa that use a lot of technology and such, and we'll get into that. And then there's other versions that are just gods. Yeah, well, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not so talking about like how he Santa manages to do it. If Santa is a god, then he could do anything. Yeah, right? and then, like if, you know, it's it's not just like how he manages to do it, but like when parents across the world wake <laughs> up in the morning and see presents for their that children they didn't put that there. they did not put there. No, that's yeah. You I do think that eventually you can't argue that the adults in the world would. So like, I think the best some of the best versions of Santa Claus. Are ones like in like, you know, Doctor Seuss stuff where they 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 say everyone believes in Santa Claus in that world. Yeah, except for the it's Grinch. just it's just this world where Santa is a thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, but the idea that like Santa's real. Well, there's a movie. There's a new Christmas movie, like, and nah. we'll talk about it. There's a new Christmas movie that I really like. There's actually two of them now, starring Kurt Russell as Santa. We'll talk about it more in depth later. Yeah, yeah. But that one plays around with the idea of like Santa is real, but the parents are oblivious, even though that he actually puts gifts, you know. Yeah. That's the part. It's like, how do you, that doesn't make any, unless he mind wipes them. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I have no idea. Or like, yeah. or maybe, I mean, or maybe Santa inceptions. He incepts the idea into the parents that it, they put the gifts there. Yeah, may, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mind controls that. Um, yeah, no, it's, which it's, would be really intrusive and weird. And it's not the idea that like <laughs> Santa exists and only children believe in him. It's that Santa specifically is so actively doing things that would prove his existence. Yeah, that like if there's a fictional world where Santa really exists. I see no way well, let's that just, more people will Let's just play him. with the idea that Santa is real. Okay. Yeah. He's real. For a long ass time, he could probably get away with it, especially if he has magical powers and everything, until cameras are invented, video yeah. recordings are invented, people with security cameras in their homes. Or at the very least, you know, you would have the more... government would definitely be tracking his ass down. Yeah, no. <laughs> at the very least, 
the very least, the government would know. Even yeah, even you know? if, <laughs> and that's that brings me back to a story I want to tell. My there's this website that it's it's an, and it's hosted by NATO and it's just like a fun thing. But it's for parents to like convince their kids that Santa is real, mm-hmm. and it's that NATO actually has fighter jets like tracking down Santa and like tracking his movements to shoot him down and <laughs> to shoot him down. No, they're like. <laughs> if I was a parent, that's what I would say. That's I, I'd convince my kids. I'm like, oh my Santa, god, the if he has to do everything in NATO's one... active. Well, I would be, I'd the be Air like, Force is I'd active. I feel like he has to do everything in one night. Not because it's Christmas, but because NATO is actively trying to hunt him down. <laughs> and the longer no. he spends in the in the <laughs> line around, the more exposed he is. No, but they had this cool thing, and I, I think it's still up, but uh, the site where it shows his whereabouts, like on GPS, it's like, oh, Santa is in the UK right now. Yeah, it's you pretty know, that kind of thing. And it's it, a fun yeah, idea. Fun it's idea. fun. And my dad, and as soon as he learned about it, he showed me to showed me it every year. Yeah. And I was like, "Well, fuck, NATO says he's real, <laughs> and they're tracking him down." Well, NATO's a pretty reliable source. And it was like the CG, like animated Santa flying through the sky, and I was like, "That's the real footage." You know, <laughs> if I was writing a paper for class, NATO would be a source that would be acceptable to cite. It would be. Yeah. So so yeah. I'm led to believe NATO is pretty reliable. So if they say Santa's real. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean you can't no, dispute that. I mean, that. if if Santa no. was if Santa were real, even if he covered his tracks really well, you would think the government would be onto him and there would be more <laughs> conspiracy theories about it. Yeah. There's not a lot of conspiracy theories about Santa. No, there actually isn't. Yeah. That's actually surprising. There would be conspiracy theories about it. Um, in fact, I mean, you could argue Bigfoot has more of a chance of being real than Santa. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> actually, I would argue uh, that. Yeah. I don't, I don't believe in Bigfoot, but yeah, it's uh, a more realistic idea than Santa. Yeah, just a hominid. But um, it's uh, also, I um in high school, wait. Was it in high school? Yes. In high school, my freshman year in my geometry class uh, and trigonometry class, which really sucked. (laughs) (laughs) But the professor was pretty cool, but also weird, but he was really smart. I've never taken any trigonometry. But my professor, (laughs) he would do fun things every once in a while. And one day in class before Christmas, like a week before, he explained... And like provided mathematical and physics like evidence why Santa cannot be real, how it's impossible. <laughs> and he was telling us like how fast he would he would have to f- travel multiple times faster in the speed of light to be able to give every single child presence in the world within a span of well, considering different time zones, he would only have like maybe four hours. Yes, but did he take into uh, account that maybe Santa can time travel? He did not th- take that into account. And, Idiot. And <laughs> if you travel faster than the speed of light, you are time traveling at that yeah. point. Yeah. So. And did he also take into account Christmas magic? He did not take that into account. Fatal flaw there. No. <laughs> I, I, I used to. <laughs> I had one physics teacher that was really cool about that kind of stuff. He actually gave us a project where we would analyze a scene from a movie and then calculate, like, the friction or the fi- or the in- the force, the gravity. That's always fun. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. That's how you find out that Captain America kills a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the MCU. And 
he showed us an example and bringing it back to Spider-Man, but he showed us an example of Toby Spider-Man stopping the train and he like showed all his calculations of like all the force and like elasticity and like everything oh, yeah. that occurred during that and that like how his arms would have ripped off. But he was like, that's if he was a normal person. Yeah, he's like, but I his physiology. He was like, I recognize that it is Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but my other my math teacher was like, "Fuck you! Only math matters. Magic isn't real. Grow up." I hate and, math. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've never been bad at math, but I've always hated it. But and, uh, and there's a couple choices when I was in high school. There's a couple choices I made with like my senior year of classes I took that I look back on and just question myself. <laughs> and one of them is I was done with all my math requirements and I hated math and I still, for some fucking reason, decided to take AP statistics. Ew. I mean, that's a good class to take, I don't know sucks. why I took it. The other one is I don't know why I took an extra year of Spanish, even though I don't like Spanish classes. I, take, I took I always economics. got bad grades in them. I took AP economics instead of statistics. That, that was, would have been a... That's a more useful... It was still yeah. mind-numbing. I took but, economics, but it wasn't AP. But um, he explained to us, he was like, for Santa to travel at that speed, no matter what his sleigh is constructive of, him and his reindeers return into a pile of pink goo immediately. And eviscerate. Yes, <laughs> but what if it was constructed out of vibranium? Mm, I failed to mention that. Yes. But, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and that was way past the point I actually believed in Santa at all. I was like fifth, almost 16 at that point. But um, I was like, okay, but what, uh, what are you trying to do here? Just like ruin Christmas for everybody? Because he Not also Christmas. he also explained how, and I knew this at the point, but I was like, why do you have to point this out to everybody and just be a dick about it? Have you ever like had even someone... I'm not doing it? But he explained how Christmas is actually, you know, stems well the day that it takes place is not Jesus' birthday, and that's true. Christmas, December twenty fifth. It's not even close to when Jesus was well, probably Jesus born. Likely born in the spring sometime. I've heard spring or like early summer. Yeah, I don't know um, exactly. But the day that, and correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've known is that the day that Christmas takes uh, place on was like Saturn's day in Roman culture. But then when Christianity took hold and became more relevant, and it became the Holy Roman Empire. Christmas Day replaced that day, but it was still the same, very yeah, similar I, festival. I don't, I don't recall exactly, but that sounds reasonable. But then a lot of the ideas from Christmas, <laughs> from, like, what, from the, what I know, I, I like the Christmas tree and everything that comes from from like yeah. just pagans. See, like uh, you know, I, I I've done research on pagan traditions being tra transitioned into being Christian traditions. And like Santa, but I've not done research on specific holidays. Santa's a but really. But what you're saying sounds in line with what happened with a lot of Christian yeah. holidays. No, yeah, yeah. So I, you sound. They right. took yeah. the place of a lot of old Roman holidays. Yeah. Um, but uh, Santa's very interesting because okay, so s the person that Santa actually comes for art is based upon is Saint Nicholas, as we know, Saint Nick. Jolly old Saint Nick. Nicholas. Yeah, it would be like Nicholas because he's from Turkey. <laughs> and he yeah. was born in the year 270 AD, way back then. Mm. 
and he was a monk in Turkey. He would become a patron saint. And he did give out secret gifts. I'm not exactly sure what a long we talked ago. about earlier. That's that's before uh, Christianity was really... Well, well, no, Christianity was around, but before it was... Before it really became... Well, before it was, like... Huge, right? Officially allowed by the Roman By the Romans. But the, Romans. the Romans didn't really actively persecute it. It was just like... No, uh, well, You have to... Well, you, it depends. Have you ever heard of Nero? Well, Nero, who, okay. who took Christians and put them into the Colosseum? Well, that was <laughs> even before that, though. The, the, the Romans definitely persecuted. Tr- well, Christians. that was like early days, like the z- yeah. zero to thirty fifties. Yeah. A little bit after that. Time. A little after, but like by two seventy, it wasn't at the point where it was like actively yeah. persecuted. Yeah. Um. But it wasn't officially. Uh, recognized still. I don't think it wasn't recognized until around 400. No, before that. Um, a little before that? Definitely by the time of Constantine the first, which would have been 307. So he was born a little bit before that. I just that. had to refer to my Roman <laughs> coin there. <laughs> there you go. The, yeah, but um, by the time he was a man, then yeah, At I guess it would be... by Constantine the so first, it was, it was just it was becoming... Be, yeah. It just had become recognized then at the point... St. Nicholas was a, a grown man. Yeah. Um, so, really, I mean, he's one of the earliest, like, saints under the Roman Empire. There's some earlier ones, but, yeah, he's, he's up One there. of, yeah. yeah um, but, but, yeah, he was known for uh, giving out secret gifts and, like, food to people. Um When and he, I think he lived until he was like seventy. And I know he's the patron saint of a lot of different things. Yeah, that's one. It's one of the <laughs> one of the problems with like when you're looking up saints and stuff. So he's the is... patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, <laughs> repentant thieves, children, brewers, brewers. There you go. It's official. <laughs> uh, Pawnbrokers. So St. Nicholas, the, the patron saint of the Audrey podcast? By extension, yes. Um, unmarried people and students in various cities and countries around Europe. His reputation evolved among pious, is uh, common for early Christian saints. And his legendary habit of secret gift giving gave rise to the traditional model of Santa Claus, St. Nick, through Sinterklaas. Ooh. And that all comes from Wikipedia. I'm sorry, I didn't remember, memorize that. And Sinterklaas, that is like the first, like Dutch version of Saint Nicholas. And there's actually the feast of Sinterklaas on December 6th, which celebrates uh, Saint Nicholas. I'm just, I'm trying to find. I I can't recall. I can't find it at the moment. But there's a one of my favorite examples of a uh, Roman a saint from the Roman times, uh, and I don't remember his name. But the story is that he was being boiled alive. Oh shit! And he's well. That's how they they killed some people. Yeah, that's. Um, and horrible. he's like the, he's like one of the uh, he's like one of the patron saints of like acting or something like that, because the story is that he's being boiled alive, and he's not reacting at all to being boiled, and he the Roman soldiers question him, and he says, "Oh, it's actually quite cool. Come take a dip." 
Yeah. So the Roman soldiers say, okay, and they get into the pot, too, and then they boil alive. Holy shit. <laughs> because he was but, just um, acting. <laughs> so Sphincterclaws. Um, Sphincterclaws? <laughs> among the Germanic peoples, uh, he, there's a lot of parallels between him and Odin. Ooh, that's cool. The German version. Yeah. Ancient, old, you know, which is really cool. And I was going to get to that. Like, Santa is this weird kind of amalgamation of a Christian saint, but also Nordic slash pagan figures like Odin. And like yeah, he's a very pagan sounding like figure. Like, dru- you know, Druid wizards. If you were to stuff scri- like that. if you were to go back in time to like a thousand AD and describe Santa Claus as we know him now without any context, they would probably say that's some pagan shit. Oh yeah, if yeah, we describe like our version. Yeah. They'd be yeah. like that's that's some that's heresy. Yeah. That's pagan. And stuff. also say and uh another thing I want to talk about quickly so it wasn't until like the 30s and 40s when Coca-Cola um, basically used Santa as their mascot during the Christmas season. Coca-Cola, from what I know, is what gave us our traditional classic look of Santa. Mm, the interesting. big, fat, you know, jolly man in the red suit. Like there's been versions of him that look similar to that, but never yeah. – he was – Really, he wasn't depicted as fat until Coca-Cola. Hmm. <laughs> At least from what I know. Coca-Cola. Uh, <laughs> but honestly, I mean, I love and not saying that I, you know, support the company or whatever, but I love uh, their depiction of Santa Claus, and I love all the old Coca-Cola Santa posters those and fun, cans, yeah. like those, the original cans from back then, worth a shit ton. Um, there's this guy I yeah. saw in the Guinness Book of World Records that has a whole collection of like, I think like 10,000 different Coca-Cola cans. Holy like shit. One each from different eras, different versions. That's wild. Like rare ones, ones they've never wow. made, you know, uh, and there's a lot. Of, he has like a whole Santa I section. I didn't know there were even that many variants of Coca-Cola. Oh yeah. Cans. Well, Coca-Cola has been around since like the late 1800s. Yeah. So, I mean around for a while but yeah they invented like our traditional classic version of santa and wow. from then that's what all depict virtually all depictions of santa is, are based it upon. is kind of interesting to look back there's a lot of things in our culture now and that was just advertising we look at as and, being old but is really comes from the 20th century oh yeah for example everything that comes from our idea as because we we're i was watching a movie the other day um, our entire idea of vampires comes from like the 30s and the 40s. Yeah, <laughs> Bram Stoker before that, but like our late like eighteen ninety it, it evolved seven, even, wasn't it? Yeah, but it evolved further. The idea of vampires being the enemies of werewolves. Comes well, Bram Stoker like introduced us to Dracula. Yeah, but it wasn't. Yeah, the golden golden age of Hollywood. Yeah, you know, and we yeah. Listen to our Vampires episode if you want some more spooky stuff. Good episode, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, so now that we have a basis for Santa, I want to talk about some notable versions of Santa. Yes, this will be fun. So to kind of start us off, I have um, 
a top 10 uh, on screen. This, so this is movies. Um, Dad, I'm recording a podcast. Sorry. <laughs> um, is your dad calling? He was. I usually answered. Put, put him on the microphone. <laughs> if he calls back, if he calls back. I, I promise, I promise. Uh, where, Where's my bookmarks? Damn. Well, I got it, I got it, I got it. So, so yeah, I got the top ten uh, movie Santa Claus. Okay. This is from... Reggie Regal Movies. Okay. So Billy Bob Thornton is Bad Santa. Do you <laughs> remember Bad Santa? No, I don't remember Bad Santa. It's actually a pretty funny movie, but I was never allowed to watch it when I was a kid because it destroys the whole image of Santa Claus because it's Billy Bob Thornton just playing like a mall Santa that's <laughs> drunk. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> Oh, number nine, I forgot about this. Paul Giamatti was Santa. When? And Fred Claus. Oh. With uh, Vince Vaughn. Yeah. But before I keep going down the list, I want to talk about one my the, personal one favorites. Of the failed ones. So you have Tim Allen. Oh, I love Tim Santa, Claus. Santa Claus. And then his version has a really weird and interesting and very 90s mythology to it it's like it's a curse it's like yeah it really is yeah but, um, but at the same time <laughs> there's theories that say that he was meant to be santa claus and that all of the elves were like manipulating stuff no he wasn't well there's like you can <laughs> see like the elves like one the actors in the background in a few scenes before he becomes santa claus so kind of like well, implying that they knew. I like to that think the previous Santa was be... like a bloke, total bloke, you know. Yeah, like, <laughs> and like he guy. was that they were they intended for him. They they pre picked him to be. But Santa if I Claus. remember correctly, but that, that also implies that maybe they murdered the old Santa Claus. No, well Santa <laughs> fell off the roof. But maybe. But, but if, I remember. But if they pre picked Tim, Tim Allen, Allen, then that means they would have had to also guarantee that the other Santa Claus fall off the roof in front of Tim Allen. Yeah. Which means they probably... And I also remember that movie that Tim Allen grabbed a shotgun. He was prepared to shoot Santa. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) With a 12-gauge shotgun. I I wish he actually would have. That would have been really funny. (laughs) If... uh... So, yeah, in that movie, Santa falls off the roof. He dies. He literally dies. And then it's passed on to Tim Allen. And he, over the course of the movie, mutates in Santa, gains weight, gets a white beard. (laughs) Gets some magical powers, but not really. It mostly sucks. Mm-hmm. Like he has all the elves, and like is that version of Santa has a lot of tech. Yeah, and he, like, his magical powers are very vague. Yeah, it's ill-defined. It's like oh, the spirit of Christmas. Or his magical items. Yeah, um, and kind of creeps me out. He's like, I like those movies though. I mean, they're good movies, but. You got to watch the one with Martin Short when he's Jack Frost. I like that one. It's at once the worst of that series, but mm-hmm. it's also got Martin Short. Yeah, and he is going great. full Martin Short and on he it. He is great yeah. in it, yeah. And I, really like him. <laughs> I have a weird relationship with him. Well, not a relationship, but... Uh, <laughs> 
That sounds weird. Is it, is it a... <laughs> that sounds really bad. No, but... <laughs> what type of relationship is... I always... Con- consensual? I, Martin Short's hilarious, right? He's great. I, love I think Mar- he's great. I love Martin but Short. But he's got a lot of movies that I just despise. Or maybe I'm just thinking of that one he's in, Santa Claus 3, or is that I don't, 2? It's the third one. The third yeah. one, yeah. But I remember, even as a kid... The second one is the one with the weird robot Santa Claus. Oh, yeah, that one was really yeah. weird. That and was, then the fourth one... There was a fourth one? I thought there was a fourth one. But I remember the third one came out, and we watched it, and I just didn't like it, even as a kid. I didn't like it. I was like, I do not like this. I don't like that creepy guy with the white hair. I don't like... And I'm not talking, well, I'm talking about kind of both of them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, you have Tim Allen. And then, as I mentioned earlier, uh, one of the most recent versions of Santa. Oh, there hasn't been a fourth one, but there there might be a fourth one. Mm, Probably Disney Plus, straight to. We'll do a review, maybe. (laughs) Even (laughs) if, in any time of the year. (laughs) Christmas in July. Santa Claus for, that would be really odd if they released it in July. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would be. Um, <laughs> that would show they really don't care about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they don't think it's going to be good. Straight to VHS. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bring them back. But, um, so then you have, yeah, uh, the most recent version of Santa, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. And he's like the cool, like, he plays saxophone, plays the blues. And he's yeah, like, you know, he's everything you would smart. imagine from Kurt Russell. Yeah. But Santa. <laughs> and what I really like about, what I really like, and those are actually really good, fun uh, Christmas movies. Great for kids, but also as an adult, they're fun and funny. Mm-hmm. Especially the first one. The second one goes real heavy on the kids' stuff. I don't know if you've seen it. No. Have you seen the first one? No. Oh, yeah, I recommend them. I keep Christmas seeing Chronicles. it pop up on my feed, but then I keep not watching it. Check it out. This... Because year this Christmas. To be totally honest, most of the time when a Christmas movie pops up on my feed, I ignore it. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I mean, good or not, I, most of the time I ignore it. There's a Christmas movie we'll talk about coming up uh, that I hope that you would watch. Okay. Any Christmas or any time? No, 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 no. I can't do that. That's horrible. <laughs> but um, but Kurt Russell's like this cool, suave, street smart, like kind of gritty funny santa claus he's the kind of santa claus that would like knock a guy out and then start playing blues on the saxophone uh he's the kind of santa claus that will drive a mustang off a ramp (laughs) you know he's a rad santa Claus. he's rad yeah and he's really cool and i what i really like about his version of santa in that movie so in a movie the kids are trying to there's a lot of plot to it. Their dad died, and what you know. But at one point in the movie, they're trying to catch Santa and act, and then they see like a, I forget exactly how to catch him, but like in the movie, his version of Santa is straight up a god. <laughs> he straight up can teleport. He straight up can like just <laughs> do anything. Knows everybody, everything about everybody. Yeah. And he and like knows everything, like omnipotent. Uh, but he's Kurt Russell, and he's just having a hell of a time with it. I love so it. I'll have to watch that. That sounds fun. It, I think the <laughs> way they explain that version of Santa Claus works because they just go str- full into the magic. They don't try to like 
have yeah. some kind of like it is one of the advantages like it's one of the advantages that Christmas movies have is that they're allowed to when there's plot holes and things like that just explain stuff through it's Christmas magic. Yeah. They're allowed to do that. Most, yeah. most other movies would have to explain it more. Christmas movies don't really have to explain everything. So it's funny on this list, uh, Kurt Russell's actually number eight, which I think he could be a little higher. Nice. But it says, uh, as a more in shape, more modern Chris Kringle, Russell may have brought us one of the best fresh takes on the classic character. We also give the Christmas Chronicles an honorable mention for casting one of the best versions of Mrs. Claus. Played by who? Goldie Hawn. Ooh. Kurt Russell's partner in life for like over 30 years even though they never married cool but they had a kid together and like they're together they just never married i didn't know that that's cool yeah yeah and uh their son was a u.s agent uh white russell oh right yeah you could see the kurt russell yeah. on him yeah i forgot that, that was yeah yeah that's his kurt son Russell's kid. yeah and what i really like Side note, but what I like about why Russell, I seen him in interviews. He was like, they were asking him about like his parents and like, and he was like, you know, when I got into acting, I didn't want to use my father or mother as a crutch. Yeah. I wanted, and I've been offered roles just based on the fact that I'm Kurt Russell's son and I declined them. I respect I, that. I want to I respect that, actually yeah. be a good actor. Like, I've heard some fun stories about <laughs> like the kids of like famous actors. Like I saw, I heard a story. I think of Sean Penn talk. It was like it was an interview with Sean Penn talking about how he's intimidated his daughter's boyfriends. <laughs> or some guy <laughs> comes to pick up his daughter, and Sean Penn opens the door with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like that's terrifying. Oh, um, <laughs> um, okay, I just want to point this out. This list is kind of whack. At number seven, they have Jim Carrey as the Grinch. That he's not when he posed as Santa. Well, see the Grinch. He was, he's that's not he's not Santa though. He's, he's not Santa. He's pretending to be Santa. They're saying, that's oh, a he's great a movie. good anti-Santa. I watched, but him. he's not. Santa. It's a good movie. Grinch. I watched it last night. Um, but Okay, I have Santa. things to say about that movie. And that would potentially be a good commentary. Just saying. It would be a great commentary. Which we probably There's a lot to say about do. It. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if it's on that one, but that would be a good one. There's a lot of things I like about that movie. It's yeah. mostly the Jim Carrey bits when he's like just being the Grinch and being mostly. Jim Carrey. Some of the other parts are a little weird. Yeah. Yeah, but, they're, but they're, you can excuse it for being a Christmas movie and well, being Doctor Seuss, and it's Doctor Seuss like, as well. But yeah. a lot, some of the prosthetics and makeup still weird me out to yeah. this day. No, I was watching it last night, and like all the who's like, are like rodents or like yeah, <laughs> something like that. But well, you know, I was watching I mean, it. It's last still night, a great, and uh, there are, there are parts where I was legitimately laughing. Did it depend on the Cumberbatch version? The I haven't, I haven't Illumination seen it, Amnation version. I heard it wasn't good. It's. I heard he's not mean enough. He's not mean enough. I mean, he does a good enough job, like with the voice and everything. But I mean, like the. But no, the and he's not crazy enough. Yeah, the character is not Grinchy enough. He's he's too 
and tame and even sometimes kind of actually nice. The main things I like about that movie is that like the 3D animation does m- m- kind of represent the original cartoon animation mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah. But that's about it. It it's just like a cash grab Christmas movie. Here's a fun fact about the Grinch. Yeah. The original book was in black and white. Oh yeah, yeah. So and Dr. Seuss never described his color. That's true. We don't. But green's perfect though. Yeah, but right? there's been versions of him that are purple. Because Weird. that's how people have interpreted it. Because Dr. Seuss never said he was green. They never he never said what color he is at all. It was the cartoon film yeah. that established that he was green. Yeah, and that came out in like in the sixties, right? Something like that. Yeah. Maybe a little bit later than that. Um, I'm not sure. But um I want to say seven. Green but. makes sense, a lot of sense though, because like that's yeah, a Christmas it makes, color. It makes sense. But yeah, there's a fun fact of the Grinch is that in the original book, he's not necessarily green. We don't know what color he is in the book. <laughs> he could be purple or blue. <laughs> it sounds wrong. He could be just a nude man. Yeah, he could be peach colored. He could be peach colored. <laughs> so the Grinch came out, ooh, 1966. Okay, nice. I That's one of my favorite. Christmas specials, oh, yeah. movies, the original Grinch. Original. I mean, it's honestly one of my favorite like animations, especially yeah. of that era. Yeah, they, it, they it, did some fun. There's some animated movies that uh, are from that era that kind of just I didn't realize they were so old. Until re- uh, speaking of which, the uh, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer version of Santa Claus. Do you remember that? Yeah. So. He's a fun version. That of was a Rankin Bass movie. Yeah. If I'm correct. Yeah. And they did all those stop motion Christmas movies. And I a love lot of those. them. Yeah, those are just I remember that was just an essential part of Christmas. Yeah. And And the Santa in that is so jolly. He's so jolly. I think he's one of the jolliest Santas. And Yeah, there's something so like childlike wonder to those movies. Like they're yeah. old, but they're timeless. Yeah. And some of it can be a little weird. The Miser Brothers. Uh, yeah, the Miser Brothers always weirded me out. I like the Miser Brothers. That's but where Santa Claus Rudolph gets off the Red Nosed Reindeer. And then um, Frosty the Snowman, mm-hmm. which I think was one of the first like cartoon Breaking Bass ones. Yeah. Um, and then like Jack Frost, mm-hmm. I forget what the what it was called. It's just called Jack Frost. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And then the one of my my favorite ones, and I think this is, it, it, I'm pretty sure it's the same Santa that was in Rudolph. Mm-hmm. There's the one that's like the origins of Santa yeah. Claus. And there's a really weird scene where he sings a song where he goes <laughs> to all the kids, <laughs> "Come sit in my lap and give me a kiss, and I'll give you a toy." And yeah. it's really really. Like I just blame the era. Undertones of really inappropriate stuff in there. I blame the era on that. I blame the era, but, but uh, <laughs> it is a little weird. But weird. I do really like that, like the origins it's of Santa. It's a fun movie, yeah. I like, like that. how he um, got his powers and whatever, and yeah. like how he became Santa. And there's fun, fun songs in there. And and one thing, like a lot of versions of Santa Santa Claus, they either go like the uh, 
I think there's a fine point between where some versions of Santa Claus are a little bit creepy. Some versions of Santa Claus portray him as being this big, kind of intimidating man who's very nice, like a big mama bear. Yeah. Those movies, he's just jolly. No, yeah. He's yeah. not big. He's not creepy. He's just jolly, and that's that's his character trait. Well, there's a Santa coming up that does kind of have a little bit of s- scariness to yeah. him. Just, a, just the right amount. Is it Freddy Krueger? No, not Freddy. Well, <laughs> since we're talking about that, Krampus. Mm. Not Santa, but he's like essentially yeah. the anti-Santa. The anti-Santa. And I forget exactly what he does. He comes into your homes and steals stuff. Instead like of cuts your toes off or something? Instead of giving you stuff. Oh, no, he's children <laughs> or something. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he's a boogeyman. And he's like, if you're really bad... Like, or yeah, I you don't believe. I don't actually know much about it. Um, yeah, he's a boogeyman type character, though. But there is the guy from um, Will Forte. No, not Will Forte. What's his name from Parts and Rec? Um, is in a Nick, movie Nick called Offer- Krampus. Nick Offerman, not Nick Offerman, the awkward guy that's in a relationship with Amy. Poe. Oh, his character. Adam McKay? No, that's a that's a director. <laughs> I was I about to say Adam Driver. Unless he did direct those. <laughs> like, no, no, it's not Adam Driver. Uh, I'll look this up. I'll look it up. He looks like a meerkat. I know exactly <laughs> who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, and I don't mean that in any uh, mean. He was in uh, an episode of Drunk History I was watching the other day. Yeah, uh, he's in a lot of that kind of stuff. <laughs> Uh, he was Ad- in this weird Adam Scott. Adam Scott. Yeah. And he was in this weird movie with Jason Schwartzman that I saw <laughs> that I regret seeing um, for reasons. Um, but um, yeah, him. What what was I talking about? Creepy Santa Claus? Yeah, he's in a creepy Santa Claus movie. <laughs> he's in the Krampus movie. Oh. And it's like a really, it's actually a pretty underrated, like dark black comedy. Yeah. Like it presents itself as a horror movie, but since he's in it and I guess the writing, it's actually really funny and self-aware. And it does a lot of fun stuff to Krampus character and like with like the things that go on and like toys come to life and stuff like that. Oh yeah. But another Santa and yeah, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies, arguably my all-time favorite Christmas movie. We can get into that. So Air, Edward Asner as Santa and who? Elf. Who? Edward Asner. He's not that. super well known. I don't know. Who but that is. he's an elf. Ah. The movie with Will Ferrell. Oh yeah. Absolute classic. One of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Still funny. Yeah, I watched that not long ago. It, uh, I. It's honestly one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. It's a very good movie. Like, I really like. Um, and it's what put him on the map. Santa's like, uh, you know the. There's there's a bunch of pizza places that claim to be the original. I don't remember what what pizza chain he mentions, but they claim to be the original. But the original ones on the uh, the actual originals on eleventh. He's giving him his, his advice of New York. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I love his Santa. Uh, he's pretty jolly. He's he, well, he's, he's a, a good s- mix of jolly, but also like more grounded, realistic Santa. I think he's um, an example of a Santa that doesn't seem that doesn't come off as creepy. 
and doesn't try to play into the he's a big well and he um man buddy um uh will ferrell crawled into his uh sack when he was like giving out presents at the orphanage yeah and uh santa took him in Santa's and they sucker. raised him as an elf. Santa's a sucker for babies. And um, they raised him as an elf. And as you know in that movie, if you haven't seen it, watch it now. Just stop and watch it. Yeah. It's, it's honestly the modern Christmas classic. I don't think anything since then has surpassed it. It's very it's very um, difficult. So like every year Christmas movies come out. And it seems like it's the formula to make a Christmas classic is pretty tricky to pull off. And that well, yeah, movie and pulled it off. That movie I, did it. And like I said, I think Christmas Chronicles is a really good modern one. But that one, yeah, Kurt Russell's great, but that one is just straight to Netflix. Yeah. And it wasn't theatrical release. And you can and have it still good. doesn't feel I don't and when, know. And when I say when I say a movie's not a Christmas classic, that doesn't mean it's not a bad it's not, it doesn't no. mean it's a bad movie. No. There's there's plenty of good Christmas it's movies. It's hard to explain. That just aren't classics, but the formula to get a to get it just right is pretty hard to do. Well, everything in that and movie the, works. And it's, Elf did it. Yeah. Well, yeah, everything in that movie works. It's got great humor. It's one of Will Ferrell's best and least irritating performances, in my opinion. <laughs> I like Will Ferrell. I like but, Will Ferrell, um, yes. He can be irritating. <laughs> um, Honestly, but, I prefer John C. Riley. But, like, you <laughs> can... Oh, the other Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't let him hear you say that. <laughs> I know he'll he'll Just, break into my house in the middle of the night and hit me with a I don't know a sock with soap in it or something. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> it <Yeah>. does. <laughs> um, no, but. Um, I'm just imagining Elf in, in his John C. Royal, John C. Riley voice being like, "I'm here for you, Jackson. You bitch." Yeah. <laughs> sock. And then leaves. <laughs> yeah, and then he leaves. Doesn't steal anything. No. <laughs> oh no, no. He steals something, but like a very like annoying, not valuable thing. But still like, something. I, like he goes into your like he, underwear drawer and just grabs a handful of your underwear. And be like, <laughs> so now you have less underwear. <laughs> and doesn't yeah. t- doesn't take him home with it. Just throws him out in the snow. <laughs> that is something he would do. <laughs> that is something the other Will Ferrell would do. <laughs> but everything about that movie just works. That from the humor, um, from his dad, I think he's great in the movie. Uh, oh yeah, his elf dad is great. Uh, uh, yeah, that that whole opening scene of, uh, of the elf dad like telling you about Zoe Deschanel is one great. of her earlier um, early roles, early and roles. seeing her blonde and without glasses is really trippy. I actually, um, until I watched it this year, didn't realize that that was her. Yeah, yeah, like, it's I, her. I, I I've watched that movie for a long every year for a long time, and this year I was watching it and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> Now I know who that I is. did watch it recently, and I will admit I was drunk. But I did think That's when you should watch most Christmas movies, the climax was a bit much. Yeah, it did go really hard on like the, oh the Christmas spirit thing because the sleigh is powered by Christmas spirit, and everyone in New York for some reason started singing 
Santa's coming to town or whatever they're saying. Yeah, but at the same time, the beginning of the movie has the talking narwhal that says, goodbye, buddy. And all those stop motion animations are inspired by the Rankin Bass stop Not motions. Not just inspired, but like the snowman. Straight up. The snowman from. with the uh, mustache and same. stuff is, is from those animations. Yeah. 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 I, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and I love that that version of the North Pole. Because those Rankin Bash films have become like Christmas icons. Oh yeah, in America. yeah, it's, yeah, like it's part of the Christmas iconography at yeah. this point. Rudolph uh, the Red Nosed Reindeer, yeah. classic American capitalist story. You're not valuable until you're useful. Yep. <laughs> well, a lot of I'm Christmas so, is. I'm, I'm sorry for putting a dark I spin mean, on that. A lot but, of Christmas is um, very capitalist forward. I mean, it is one of the most, if not, it is the most capitalist holiday. Yeah. For sure. But, Buy things. But the, I think that's where the Grinch does a good job. Yeah, because that's why says, he hated Christmas, because people were so, you know, obsessed with, like, buying things for people yeah, and, like, trying but, but to. But then at the end, though, he does say. But then he finds, He like, does return the presents, because he goes, he realizes, like, that's not what Christmas is about. It's the. But but then he feels, he still feels bad about Still in the presents because the presents are still nice. It's a way of affection. Yeah. So yeah. No. Exactly. The yeah. capitalist part of it isn't bad. It's just that Hallmark is a shitty. It can company. go way too far. And yeah, those Hallmark Christmas movies, bad. Yeah. And there's they make like about forty of them a year. I swear in my life. Did you know that the kid who <laughs> you know so you know the um, in Iron Man one the when Obadiah Stane when Jeff Bridges is like Tony Stark made this in a cave. Another good version of Santa. And and. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's Honestly, to... I'm surprised Jeff Bridges hasn't been a Santa. He'd be pretty good Santa. He I would think. be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that scientist who's like, I'm not sir, I'm not Tony Stark. Um, that's the kid from the Christmas Carol. No, you mean it's the kid from the Christmas story. Christmas story, not yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. Carol. My bad. Because I was thinking of Tiny Tim and I was like, the last live action Christmas Carol they made was Scrooged. With Bill Murray, that was technically a yeah. Christmas Carol movie, and that's actually a underrated movie. But um, and then the other one they made was like way back in the like sixties or fifties. But uh, but yeah, the Elf Santa. What I like about him, he's well, still yeah. he's still like the magical jolly Santa. But when he's like with Will Ferrell with Buddy, and like when they're just like working and. The North Pole. He's like a Santa he, that pretty, knows he, he's how He's straight to, up about things. He's a Santa that knows how to interact with normal people. No, yeah. And he, like, he, like when, in a well, normal way. When he's like excited to go to New York and see his dad, like he warns him that it's not. Yeah. He's don't get your hopes up. That the. Yeah. Like, he basically warns him that the real world sucks. Like I'm supporting <laughs> you on this, but let me give you all these warnings. Yeah. No, and, he, I, and I, I also love that he's, um, a li- he's down to earth in a, in a, in a way that some Santa movies don't. Yeah. And I love when buddy like ask about like, I forget exactly what it was, but it was like asking about like the presence and like why a lot of people are, start, are not believing him. And he was like, cause they think the parents are giving the presence. <laughs> it's been a rumor, and I think that's actually the elf dad. But yeah. I think the Santa actually comments well, I, I, on that I, I, too. I think I think the, a good way to uh, describe that version of Santa is he gives off dad energy. Definitely, he's, and I love when he's a dad. He crashes in um, Central Park. Yeah, and the Central Park Rangers come in on their horses. Like mm, the Central Park Rangers, <laughs> like he's dealt with them <laughs> before. <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
No, I feel like he like he gives off dad energy. Like he's he's ta- like Buddy's like a little kid. So Santa's being a dad character. I'm more like an uncle. Yeah, the elf is, is his dad. Yeah, but he's know. he's still that like the way he interacts. Yeah, like he's you know sitting down and explaining it to him like he's a kid. <laughs> Uh, but it yeah, works, it I, works though. He's a good version of. But yeah, I love that movie. And um, so the next one they have here, which I, I didn't realize it was also Tom Hanks, hmm. but the Santa and Polar Express, and that movie. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> another good candidate for a commentary for different oh. reasons. When it came out, I loved it. I used to like that movie too. It's not a bad movie. It's not. <laughs> the only main, the main fault of it, the weird is uncanny the valley. Robert Zemeckis really went hard on like the realistic, but the CGI wasn't quite there. And even if it was, it yeah. would still be bad. Never mind that they legitimately like. I mean, they're groundbreaking movies. Yeah. Never mind. Never mind that they broke records and were legitimately groundbreaking no, in CGI no, and yeah. facial and motion capture. But that's kind of the problem. But yeah, it was a little... It, the uh, Uncanny Valley, like... It was ahead of looked, its time in a way where it made it weird. Yeah. And yeah. all the characters looked real on the surface. But then as soon as you start watching the movie, uh, and as soon as they start speaking, you're like... This I is weird, and I don't like it. And Tom H- Tanks is too many people in this movie. and <laughs> But I do like his conductor character. I do like the conductor, Because it's yeah. basically Tom Hanks. Yeah. Just um, mo-capped. I just um, like to imagine that Tom Hanks, like, in his alternate life, would just be a conductor. He would be. On, like, not, like, even, like, a no, real railroad. a specific. Like, on, like, the Durango Silverton Polar Express. Yeah. yeah. But um, only when they do that. Man. Yeah. If Tom Hanks uh, came oh to on the Strangle Silverton Polar Express, uh, I would waste yeah. all my money. My sister that. was uh, one of the chefs on the Polar Express. Well, I'm actually going. Oh, really? Yeah. Roshi uh, had a big paycheck and got his tickets a while oh. ago. Yeah, I went one time. Um, I wasn't super impressed. It's it's for kids. Well, yeah, but it's a fun experience, and I know it's so, for kids. So they, they the 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 stewardesses they uh, they make cho- hot chocolate for you, and they sing yeah, yeah, yeah. they sing that hot chocolate song that they sing in the Polar Express. Oh, and man. Um, my sister was one of those chefs one year, and I got to go on the train and watch her do it, and it was very funny. And she <laughs> her name was <laughs> Chef Candy Cane. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm just gonna have I, to embrace it. Yeah, well, I but, sh- actually, so, the, the train is cool. The train is cool. Well, yeah, and how far do they go this time of year? Uh, for the Polar Express, not far. Okay, like I said, it's for kids. Right, right, yeah. Um, so in the summer, obviously, they go up to Silverton. Yeah. In the winter, they go to Cascade Canyon. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, a four-hour round. It's trip. still a long trip. Yeah. On that train. Um, yeah. And I, I've gone to Cascade Canyon on it before. Yeah. And that's a good trip. I've never done the Silverton Road route. I haven't done it either. I've heard it's And cool, I went on it I've in May, but there was still so much ice up there that we couldn't go up the Silverton. There was ice on the track. Yeah, then you so. probably, yeah. Uh, may, that you might have gone to the Cascade Canyon. Though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, but it was, it was pretty uh, I've heard the Silverton route is cool, but it's like an all-day trip. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. It gets old at a certain point. Yeah. Right? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, so Tom Hanks, he was also Santa in the Polar Express. Huh. And I do remember as a kid, um, Santa was, yeah, he's this big, 
enormous man, seven foot two, or really tall, really big, or at least it seemed that way because everyone around him was kids and elves. Yeah. Um, but either <laughs> way, he was really big and imposing and a little scary. He's actually five foot nine. Well, Tom Hanks, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, Probably. Just make a joke about Santa <laughs> Claus, but compared to the elves and the kids. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean... He's very classic Santa. Yeah, you know, very traditional. The exact Santa. version that you would think of. And he doesn't suffer as much from the Uncanny Valley because he looks like Santa. Yeah. He doesn't look like some random he, weird kid. He is a little dreamlike. Yeah. In that movie. And, Which I guess works. And what I like about that movie, it doesn't really explain much about him. Yeah. Uh, he does the Jingle Bell thing, and he's like, believe or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but, I, I um, like the whole plot point of the, the bell that you can only hear it if you believe. But uh, in this article, it says, though he doesn't make his appearance until the end of the movie, the powerfully looming Santa brings the fear of God into the movie's protagonist. <laughs> the fear of God. <laughs> <laughs> I never really thought of it that way. I never thought of it that way either. But I but like what it. I like it, what I do like about that version of Santa, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of like going to see Santa in real life, the shopping mall Santa, and for some reason I was terrified of him. It's that same kind yeah. of idea, I guess, because it's like. So hold on. So this is important. Yeah, okay, I just got a text okay, you got something here. important. And uh, I've been shopping for Christmas presents. Right. Uh, my little sister, she's uh, f- 13. Oh, wow. She's finally a teenager. Yeah, and it, I don't know what the hell to buy for her. So a Fortnite thing. Well, I, you know, I did. I did. Uh, well, I'll show you here. I did buy. I did, I did get something for her because she's in love with Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> <laughs> so I got her a framed picture of Finn Wolfhard <laughs> with hearts on it. Uh, but uh, you know, I was going to get her a real gift, too. By the way, this felt really weird making. I bet. Yeah, I felt very. It was felt wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's going to be worth it for the joke. Is that Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> it's going to be worth it for the joke. Um. Uh. But she. Uh, I finally gave up on trying to think of a gr- of a gift for her, and, and just finally just texted her and said, "What do you want for Christmas?" <laughs> <laughs> and she responded to me saying, "Anything." Because she's in love with Timmy or with uh, Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> with uh, Finn Wolfhard. Uh, she loves Stranger Things. Timothy so Wolfhard. she said anything Stranger Things or it themed. She's also that obsessed kind of, with it. Well, it's the same kind of energy. And le- let me Spielberg. Let me tell you. Like, let me tell you. Kids go on an adventure and then they find a creepy thing. What and then, she thinks of the movie It. The modern? Yeah, the modern Okay. Ones. She thinks it. Is a lighthearted coming of age comedy. The second one, both of them, the entire both both of them together is a lighthearted coming of age comedy. That's how she would describe it. I mean, I could see a little bit of that because they I, do end up beating up the clown. Yeah, but it's it's not a lighthearted coming of age. Kid comedy. gets his arm ripped off, and a lot of kids get it's murdered. It's not a comedy. <laughs> it's got comedic. The second I, one is. I, I would say the second yeah, one is. It's not a comedy. I wouldn't really even Bill call Hader's it super great. lighthearted. Yeah. She's talking about both of them. Yeah. She's obsessed First, with those movies. Yeah. She 
even though she could watch them on whatever streaming service she has, she bought them on DVD for herself. Oh, uh, that means you're really big. She's fan a hardcore <laughs> fan of it. Yeah, and and she doesn't want. I despise those movies when and I was kid. She's they sca- terrify me. And the she's scared of the Matrix. Tim Curry versions. Oh, that was terrible. The original Tim, TV Tim series. Curry is fucking terrifying. Yeah, like in real life. Um, Wait, what about the Matrix? She's scared of the Matrix. It's not a. This movie is a. It's not a. She's a, not a horror movie person. It's that she Matrix has a, definitely has weird. She elements. has a. She has kind of a strange idea of like a concept of what scares her and what doesn't compared to a lot of people that I've thought met. Uh, I could see the Matrix being scary, like the yeah. mach- the human batteries and the machines like harvesting people. Yeah, but it's still f- cool fun, and I can't I wait feel for the like Matrix. It is pretty fucking freaky though. Yeah, especially the old ones. I've seen yeah. it, Chapter Two. That didn't really scare me at all. I mean, it wasn't yeah. a scary movie. Yeah, it just wasn't. <laughs> it was a p- decent movie yeah. with good performances. <laughs> uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, so next one, yeah, Tim Allen. We talked about him. He almost shot Santa, and he becomes Santa, and mm-hmm. he hates it. And he's a dad, but then he realizes he needs to be Santa. Because if he doesn't, his kid won't like him anymore. And he's cursed. And he's cursed eternally. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually pretty fucked up. Forever. <laughs> like, and he will outlive his family. <laughs> you really shouldn't think about it too hard. Well, do, well he gets a mess. His wife becomes Mrs. Claus. Yes, he is something. New, the, the, his new wife. His new wife. Yeah, he has a new, new wife because his his ex wife marries the therapist. Oh yeah, um, that's a very nineties thing. Yeah, you know? I'm a businessman, and my ex wife married some therapist. Therapist. That's not a some profession. Psychologist. <laughs> like an Anchorman two, where when his <laughs> yeah. ex has the the psychologist, and he throughout the whole movie is don't like, read the, my mind. <laughs> don't read my. mind. And at the end of the battle scene, he stops the axe from his mind. Yeah. <laughs> and floats down. So <laughs> you have the Santa and the Miracle on 34th Street, which I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen that movie, like some of it, but I've never seen the whole thing, and I do not remember it. I've not seen that since I was a kid. I just remember yeah. the girl from Matilda yeah. was in it. I've not seen that for a long time. But long I know time. it's a classic, but it's... I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little too heavy on the... Uh, if it doesn't have Danny fields. DeVito in it, I'm not interested. Imagine Danny DeVito as Santa. Oh, I would pay to see that. I would. <laughs> I would absolutely pay to see he that. He would be as tall as the elves. <laughs> or No, actually, maybe the elves would be even reverse smaller. Reverse... Or no, reverse it. Reverse it. Like have, the elves have, are Lord of the Rings style. Have M- have <laughs> NBA players play the elves. Get Orlando Bloom. Get Orlando Bloom to be an elf. Just to be Legolas. It's in that universe. Just yeah. And Christopher Tolkien and J.R. Tolkien would be rolling in their graves. And <laughs> yeah. Um. I know there's one we're missing. I, there's one I was distinctly... Well, I was Santa like, shows up... Uh, speaking of Tolkien, Tolkien, uh, Santa shows up in, in Lewis Chronicles of Narnia. 
He's in Chronicles of Narnia. Santa. Yeah, he shows up in so you know in the in the Lion of the Witch in the Wardrobe. They all have their iconic weapons. Peter gets his sword. Uh, Luce or Susan gets the bow. Lucy gets the healing thing. Edmund's not around, so he doesn't get jack shit. <laughs> um, Santa is the one that gives them that stuff. Really? Yeah. Santa shows up and gives them a bunch of weapons. <laughs> wow. So they can go kill, That's great. kill the evil witch. <laughs> I'm sending you a quiz that we can play a little bit later. Okay. Um, I also want to talk... I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the comp- the Marvel version of Santa. He's a mutant, isn't he? He's like an Omega-level mutant. Yeah, I don't know anything about him, really. Um, but... And he is actually super powerful. <laughs> and I would like to see him show up in the Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special. Make Santa canon an MCU. Oh, that would be so I dare cool. You. I would love it. I'd love it. Because they, they can have mutants now. The MCU. So Santa Claus was a legendary figure. He was said to bring gifts to the homes of well-behaved children on Christmas. Unknown to the people of Earth, Santa Claus was given being because of humanity's belief in the deeds of three different characters in history. These three different people whom belief and together created the true magical being of Santa Claus are who the people of Earth think Santa Claus actually is or originated from. Hmm. So, yeah, St. Nicholas... Uh, yeah. So the Marvel Santa, he's like as powerful as like Thor, essentially. Holy shit! Maybe not as, but he's like powerful enough to like he could fight Doctor Doom, type of thing. <laughs> ah. <laughs> okay, Marvel. But I don't know too much. Kevin Feige, if you're listening, World War Two. Wait, wait. Here's Santa's World War Two history. Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, in December 1943, Nazi dictator Adolf Hitler had Santa Claus captured to destroy the USA's morale. But U.S. President Franklin Roosevelt sent Sergeant Nick Fury, Captain America, and Bucky Barnes to rescue him. On Christmas Day 1954, Santa Claus, posing as a wealthy man, instructed Smith City Garage attendant Sammy Glenn, an intelligent man who had never made good on his abilities, to watch on his car and luggage for six hours. On impulse, Glenn borrowed the car in a suit and entered an executive club where he met an attractive woman and received a job offer. Stunned by his good fortune, Glenn returned the car to its owner, not realizing that the man was Santa Claus. That same year, Santa had a run-in with an unidentified burglar. Following Christmas, Santa, keeping his identity anonymous, chastised wealthy miser Oliver Gumble. For his selfish ways. So, like, he scrooged him. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Ca- <laughs> Captain America and Nick Fury had to rescue Santa from Hitler. Nice. But I assume Santa was playing along. Of course, oh, he's, yeah. oh, he's had an encounter with the X-Men as well. Ooh. Years later, on December 24th, Cerebro, the mutant-detecting computer of the X-Men, detected the most powerful mutant ever registered in New York's Rockefeller Center. This being was also detected by the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, um, who sought it out, resulting in a skirmish with the X-Men. 
This ended when Santa briefly transformed the Brotherhood into an- inanimate toys, <laughs> teleported the X-Men away, erased both groups' memories of his involvement, and then gifted the city with Snowfall, the first white Christmas in years. Holy shit. So he's powerful enough to... Tra- transmogrify yeah. people into inanimate present. So it's a reality warper. So I'll, I'll just say I'll just say this. Uh, you know, they've MCU's got the rights to s- mutants now. Santa be the first mutant. <laughs> They're gonna do Fantastic Four, which hopefully means Doctor Doom. Kevin Feige, if you're listening, if we don't get to see Santa fight Doctor Doom on screen, I'm gonna we're gonna riot. <laughs> We need that. We Santa need versus Doctor Doom. Yes. Um. <laughs> Imagine if you went to a Fantastic Four movie, and they don't set up Santa at all, but it's Fantastic Four versus Doctor Doom, classic scenario, and then the finale, the climax of the movie, Endgame style, portal opens, Santa comes through. <laughs> well, here's a <laughs> saves everyone. Santa in a recent Captain Marvel issue, uh, mostly nude. What the fuck? <laughs> so let me explain. I'll definitely shit. post that. When Santa Claus disguised himself as a homeless man, he was captured alongside Captain Marvel by Grave Valentine and Toxie Doxy. They intended to use him as a guinea pig, not knowing he was Santa. But Carol, Carol Danvers, was able to break free, which prompted Santa to reveal himself and help Carol in defeating the two villainesses who were then imprisoned by Project Pegasus. Huh. Powers and abilities. Okay, here we go. (laughs) His stats. The juicy stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Intelligence is a three. Strength is a two, but can be a four. Speed, seven, which is really high. Uh, durability three, energy projection <laughs> six, fighting skills one. He doesn't need them. Uh, here's some of his actual powers, though. According the Marvel version, Santa Claus has a number of magical abilities, including longevity, the ability to fit himself and others, and through any chimney, specifically chimneys, because yeah, he's got to go down a chimney, levitate up a chimney, usually by touching his nose and nodding. Um, he can alter the appearance of himself or other objects or beings. As we discussed before, transforming people into toys and presents. He can change the size of other objects, teleport himself and others across the world, generate snow and determine who has been naughty or nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, his normal strength is augmented on Christmas Eve to lift two tons. Santa's full powers are not revealed, though he prefers not to use them in combat or other struggles. While he appears to be a senior, Santa has not physically aged in centuries. Santa Claus has access to a wide range of supernatural artifacts, which he uses to accomplish various feats of magic. Though often depicted as Caucasian appearance, Santa actually appears to most people in their own racial features. Oh, cool. I like that addition. Yeah. So he sh- if he shows up... What's that, um, what's that website... In Brazil, can, he'll be like Brazilian Santa. Yeah. You know, What's that website where you can uh, compare the power levels of Marvel characters? Do you th- want me to do it? Do you it, think he's you? on there? It's superherodatabase.com. And there's also the DC version of Santa, which 
I'll just quickly explain. Very similar, but as John Constantine, Constantine. I mean, who Keanu Reeves played, and he, I know who John Constantine is. Yeah, he resurrected Santa's remains or something. Uh, <laughs> I can quickly describe the DC Santa. So yeah. Batman once said, if you can't trust Santa, whom can you trust? You can trust Batman. Uh, maybe that's why Batman said it. So uh, that's a good <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's got a way more complicated history in the DC universe. He was like resurrected by Constantine. Uh yeah, in 2008, John Constantine located the skeleton of the Holy Nicholas and arranged to have the remains shipped back to England for use in a cult ritual. In order to get the remains through customs, Constantine had them ground onto, into powder. So he ground Santa's bones into powder. Holy shit, man. And convinced the customs agents that it was gardening fertilizer. He used some of the powder from his, for his ritual, then snorted the rest of it as if it were cocaine. <laughs> I'm just reading what this says. That tells you everything you need about know about DC. <laughs> I'll tell you tells that. you everything you need to know about John Constantine. You that that too. Um, so he snorted Santa's remains, <laughs> musing about how it's going to be a white Christmas. <laughs> whether the skeleton that Constantine acquired really belonged to the actual Saint Nicholas, or whether this individual is in fact Santa Claus, is a matter. Santa's of not coming up on the superhero database. Aww. Ah, oh, shit. I wanted to compare him his to, like to, to, like, Thor. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Oh, my God. Fuck. Yeah, the soundboard's there. Be careful, man. Right. Careful there. <laughs> Okay, we're good. Yeah, maybe we'll we're alive. That in. <laughs> Colton made a. He did a Colton. Don't even worry about classic it. Colton. He, yeah, he did a classic Colton. Oh, I got a little beer on my knee, <laughs> but yeah. that's okay. We should just put in like a sound effect. Like, oh, Colton. Yeah, just like a pre-recorded some, thing. It's like, some, damn it, you spilled it again, Colton. Some, this some is not pre-recorded. Sitcom stuff. Whoa! <laughs> that would be like, if I were a sitcom character, it'd be like once an episode I'd spill a beer. That would be your character. It'd be my entire character. Yep. As most sitcom characters are just one-note characters, my character would be... <clears throat> friends. The... <laughs> I was, like, I, was, I was thinking of doing that, too. <laughs> yeah. um, the new Always Sunny's out, by the way. Longest-running live-action sitcom. Oh, yeah. I haven't, watched, I haven't started watching it yet. Oh, uh, yeah. I recommend it. It's, I think this is a lot better than the last couple seasons. I think they're finding their ground on this era. Very cool. Um, but, yeah. So, yeah, you have the Marvel and DC Santas. Um, I think the Marvel Santas cooler and easier to explain. But... Uh, <laughs> For all you DC fanboys out there. Uh, but um Tristan. 
Yeah, you, Tristan. <laughs> so I sent you a quiz. We're going to do a quick Santa yeah. Claus quiz from BuzzFeed, our favorite. <laughs> Plan your entire Christmas day and we'll reveal what percentage Santa... Oh, I thought this was going to be what Santa you are, but this is fun, too. Um, so what do you do when you wake up? Grab some hot chocolate, open all the presents, call some people on the phone. Other. Other. <laughs> You know what? I mean, hot chocolate does sound great. Hot chocolate's not coffee, though. But it is not coffee. Yeah. And that I is what I grab. Some coffee is what that I That would be my other. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> open up. See, that's so vague. What do you mean, what do I do when I wake up? This could apply to any day. I'm assuming on Christmas Day, but my answer does not change no matter what. <laughs> and why would I immediately call people on the phone when I wake up? No, I make coffee yeah. first. Yeah. Wake up, be like, I'm gonna. But if this is, my, I'm gonna call my coworker. If it is specifically Christmas Day, I would have hot chocolate at some point, some but point. not immediately. Not first thing in the morning. First no. thing I would do when I woke up on when I wake up on Christmas Day would be to make coffee. <laughs> yeah, not to open presents, not to say Happy Christmas to anyone. You make coffee, and then I can proceed. Well, I would say day. I would say Merry Christmas, and then make some coffee. Maybe put a candy cane in there. Um, oh, that'd be good, what yeah. time are you opening presents before dinner, afternoon, whenever the mood strikes me, right when I wake up? So when I was a kid, it would I would wake up, go to the presents. Yeah, open. that's when I was a kid. Nowadays, it's uh, whenever the mood strikes me, which is typically earlier in the day, in the morning. Yeah, but I don't, I I don't do that right away anymore. Well, because we're, I'm an adult, twenty four old year old yeah. men that. <laughs> Just I, don't care about things. Yeah, I'm gonna do um, presents are nice, but I, I don't need to do it right in the morning. For me, it's gotta be before dinner. Yeah. You well, have dinner yeah, after you open yeah, the yeah. presents. Um what are you having for breakfast? Donuts, pancakes, waffles, eggs and toast. Eggs it could be toast. either of these things. For me, um I haven't made pancakes in a while, so probably not. Um Donut, that's easy, but I don't have any donuts currently. Waffles, yes. This is actually a Christmas tradition. Throw it in the toaster. Well, this is actually a Christmas tradition. Wait, which one? My, uh, my family, for breakfast, my family never did Christmas dinner. Like, not a tradition, not there. Oh. Same thing every year. We had Christmas breakfast. We make eggs, toast, and bacon. And Our, we have a see, with some fruit. Um <laughs> Our Christmas uh, yeah. breakfast would just be leftovers from Christmas Eve dinner. Yeah, no, my family never did a specific. We didn't do a breakfast Christmas f- Eve dinner. I mean, we would do Christmas dinner, but not a specific one every year. Oh, I see. Uh, our tradition was Christmas breakfast. We would do um, eggs and bacon. And well, that's fun. Sausage and toast and fruit, and my mom would make pumpkin bread. Hey, no pumpkin on Christmas. That's weird. No, I'm just kidding. It's delicious. It's no, yeah, pumpkin, <laughs> pumpkin bread all any time of year. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, choose a Christmas activity, but it's weird, Colton. Uh, choose a Christmas activity. Yeah. Still opening presents. How? Okay. Decorating the house, baking cookies, decorating a gingerbread house. Hmm. Is drinking I do not have a an ginger, option? I have a gingerbread house I need to build. It's the office one. Ooh, uh, fun! I just built one the other day. It was. It's not a. But for me, not a fancy one. It's I, I don't always make do a gingerbread house every year. I've only recently done that, but I always make sugar cookies with my mom or yeah, with somebody. Sugar cookies. This year, was... I made them with my girlfriend, and 
I don't the make classic sugar cookies Christmas every sugar year. cookies. That's I always. I don't do that every year, but when I was growing up, that was a thing that I always did with my grandma. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's something that's eat, remained to be a I tradition. I don't even particularly like sugar cookies. <laughs> what am I eating for I like lunch? chocolate chip cookies. Salad, ramen, sandwich cookies. I'm going to eat ramen, and there's this ramen place that just opened up not too long ago in town. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, it's done by uh, uh, Albertsons. Yeah, I've not been there yet, but I've seen Oh, it. man, it's great. I'll have to check that it, out. It's no, like my I'm, favorite joint in Durango. I'm also going to pick Mexico. ramen because <laughs> my family has many years gone for lunch on Christmas Day to Chinese restaurants. Well, it's funny. None of these... And I know ramen's not Chinese, but to, close uh, enough for our purposes. Asian restaurant. Yeah. Um, none of these lunches are Christmas at all. Maybe besides the cookies, but that's not lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Choose another Christmas activity to do. Caroling, no one actually does that, right? Only people in church groups, right? Yeah. Games. <laughs> that shows football game, but I'm going to extend that to video games. Um, it shows snowball a video fight. game here online. I see like Madden. Well, yeah, but it's still a video game. Is it? Oh, I thought those They're were phones they had. They're holding controllers, man. Man, I thought that was cell phones. And also, dude, that's totally FIFA they're playing. It is FIFA. Yeah. Now that I zoom in, <laughs> I always was bad at FIFA, and I didn't like it. I like FIFA, um, but I'm bad at it. <laughs> um, Snowball fight or zooming with the family. I will probably be games. zooming this Christmas because I'm staying here this year. Um, Snowball fight, that's fun. <laughs> video games but yeah i'm an adult man here's here is gonna be my christmas that doesn't have time to go out in the snow i want to stay in the warm so i'm actually spending this christmas with my family for once in a couple years um they live in california and there's no snow down there yeah no snowball fights zooming with family that's not necessary this year well even with my extended family no one (laughs) in my parents house wants to do that (laughs) Um, yeah, with your yeah, caroling. Yeah. No. I know a little bit about your extended family. Yeah. Caroling, no. And what's going to happen is we're going to wake up <laughs> in the morning. My little sister's going to open presents. We're going to all do the family thing. We're going to have breakfast, and then my mom and dad are going to take a nap. My little sister's going to go off to do whatever the hell that she does. And, and you're going to and I'm going to play what, some video. But games. you're going to make coffee and then play video yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then get drunk yes. later. Yeah, that's later though. <laughs> Yeah, we don't drink in the morning anymore. <laughs> Not normally. I can't do that anymore. Uh, what's for? Yeah, <laughs> maybe on a weekend. I'd be lying if I said I never did it. No, I mean, but it's pretty rare. What's for dinner? Turkey, roast beef, ham, chicken. Roast beef um, sounds delicious. Turkey's only good if it's like done perfectly. Roast beef does sound delicious, but honestly, for me, ham on Thanksgiving and Christmas. Even if it's just like the cheap, like honey glazed ham you buy at the grocery store, like pre made stuff. Ham. Yeah. It's hard to be. I've only ever had Christmas ham. But there's ham. no vegetarian options here. I've Shame only, on you, Buzzfeed. I've only had, actually had Christmas ham at an actual Christmas dinner once. And that was my grandma's. Christmas house. ham. What do you mean by that? Like, it's ham is like the traditional like Christmas dinner thing. Well, yeah, yeah. I've always had I've ham only for ever done. Dinner. I've only ever done that once. Yeah, I've always had it. And ham. I've, well, it's, it's very good. Always my favorite. Very good. I've had it at Christmas parties. Yeah. 
But on on Christmas, I've only ever done that once. Okay, choose some dessert pie, and this could be any pie, pie. I assume. Cookie, I know that's your automatic. Cookies, brownies, cupcakes. I love pie, but pie. that for me, that's more of a Thanksgiving thing, right? Pie is a year round. For thing. me, there's yeah. always the Christmas sugar cookies around, and pie. it may not be like my optimal cho- choice. <laughs> I know pie is like. Pie, <laughs> your modus operandi. <laughs> um, what gift are you hoping to get? I'm gonna go with cookies though, because okay. that's more cookies is good easily option. acquirable good, on good Christmas choice. dinners. Good choice, yeah. What gift are you hoping to get? Nintendo Switch, already. Well, I don't have the docking one. Makeup that would be love cool. Or Makeup other. Lo- <laughs> other. Can I interpret <laughs> the other as literally anything I want? <laughs> Because I've been hoping for a new mandolin. You know, they're missing a gift here. Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> so no, are, are you saying other no, implies <laughs> friendship? What? Are you saying other implies friendship? It could, but it could also imply a kick in the balls. So I'm I gonna, don't know why I'm you would want that. I'm going to click on other because, you know, either if I click pick other, either I get friendship or I get a... 1969 Gibson SG. Yeah. That counts as other. Or an Eastman mandolin. Or Eastman mandolin. Yeah. I could get George Harrison's Telecaster. That brown one, that cherrywood one. Yeah. I've heard it's really good. I could also get it's George, like five thousand. I could also get like George Harrison's remains. Because <laughs> That, That's messed up. I man. mean, I wouldn't want that. It'd be fucking weird as hell. I'd be very disturbed. honestly a, a but normal. That, but that just to, just the to Nintendo point out, putting, the Nintendo Switch option is intriguing for me because I just have Nintendo Switch Lite. Yeah, and having one that hooks up to the TV would be cool. It is cool, but I just but I, other could be anything. I already have the light, and yeah, I just, it's not. It's if I could have just generic other. What the hell, Buzz? Why would I choose a different? What the hell is wrong with BuzzFeed? What'd you get? What'd you I get? chose the most Christmassy options besides games and besides other on both options where other was an option. And, okay, I guess the ramen threw it off before dinner. Okay, it says I'm 0% Santa. Whoa, dude, I got 50% Santa. I How felt, did I get 0% Santa? I felt like Santa. I was way more pessimistic you were on more that like, than you were. And yeah, you were more like non-traditional. I said, oh, cookies, yeah. sugar cookies, and I like felt, all that stuff. I felt like I was way more pessimistic on that quiz than you were. So what it says, you're not a festive person, but you love to be around your family and loved ones. You don't wait for a holiday to express yourself, and you enjoy being independent. I love Christmas. What? Get out of here, BuzzFeed. Wow. Okay, well, I will say BuzzFeed did get the description very right. Okay, let's hear it. Honestly, you just enjoy the food during the holidays. Yeah. You don't give gifts, but you do love to receive I want to, maybe (laughs) if I change it to Nintendo Switch. Uh, (laughs) Or love. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm, okay, okay, okay. okay. I'm just going to go through it real quick, see if that one (laughs) changes it. Uh, Okay, that, that one, this one. Another edition of how amazing Buster. And I guess decorating the house is good, but I don't know. Uh, this one, 
that one. But you don't decorate the house on Christmas. No, you do that you prior to. You do that like to. a month before. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if you're decorating the house on Christmas, what the like? What the hell? Yeah, you don't have the Christmas. Like, you're missing. Okay. You, you've oh! got it all wrong. Why am I still 0% Santa? Because I picked love at the end. Love. Because Santa doesn't he do doesn't it for love. love. He does it for money. He's <laughs> capitalist. Oh, I think we figured it out. The parents still buy the gifts. Ah. And they think they're buying it just from individual companies. They're buying it from Santa. Santa is actually... Whoa. Actually, the, no. That would be a cool <laughs> the idea. The Supreme CEO. That would be a really neat idea for a Christmas movie. Santa doesn't deliver the gifts themselves. He makes the gifts, sells them to the parents. Maybe he does elf has the elves go out to like manipulate the parents into getting what the kids want. Does Santa make Nintendo Switches or does Nintendo make that and then Santa just bought them out? <laughs> like or Santa uh, every major company is a ruse Santa and Santa's magically, in control. Santa magically encourages the parents to go buy the gifts they need to go buy. Well, yeah, he incepts them. He incepts them into buying yeah, the gifts. The but Santa's not making the gifts. He's not. He doesn't do anything. He's just. He's just, he, he's just the the force there that gets the parents. He's just Jeff Bezosing it. He's just Jeff Bezos. He. <laughs> Santa Claus. It makes sense. Amazon has everything you could think Jeff, of, A to Z. Jeff what Bezos. Else, who else has makes and everything you could think of? Santa. It's Jeff Bezos is Santa Claus. And probably a weird Le- bald man. And probably Lex Luthor. But <laughs> yeah. I mean, Amazon does like doing TV shows about Superman type characters who are evil. And only that. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, also that could be a whole episode, but that whole trope just got old really fast. Yeah, it's like okay, Superman but evil. It's like it's well, not uh, original anymore. Although I've heard I Invinci- do like Invincible. I've, Invincible, Invincible. I've heard Invincible is pretty good because that one's yeah. not just Superman but evil. It's got a lot more. Yeah, it. and it was an actual comic. Yeah, first I've heard the boys is the good, Walking but Dead I'm, guy did it. I'm yeah. not so particularly interested in it. Yeah, for some reason the boys didn't catch on with me. I gave yeah. it an honest try, but it fe- and I know that's also a comic, but it, it felt too. It felt like it was just trying way too hard to be like offensive and like yeah, you know, in your face, and that's what just if, not what I. What if they did? What if Amazon did a series where it was two podcasters who like to drink, but they turned out to be actually evil. <sighs> The evil versions of ourselves. Yeah. And then Jeff, what if, what if there was a, a TV show where the Odd Drunk podcast was trying to take over the world and Jeff Bezos was trying to stop us? But instead of the Odd Drunk podcast, it's the strange, inebriated web show. Blog. Blog. <laughs> That's so lame. Some of- bloggers. Blog. Yeah, we don't even record. I we mean, just blog. Isn't that essentially what we are? Just the twenty. No, but I mean, just like we bloggers. have a web page, <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and Jeff, I imagine Jeff Bezos sitting at his computer reading the web page, just being like, "These men need to be stopped." And instead of like <laughs> trashing movies that everyone hates, or enjoy movies that most people like, 
we trash movies that everyone likes and praise movies that everyone's yeah. Likes. I loved Hellboy in this universe. <laughs> I was it was our se- it was our second episode, and I was glad to make it. Yeah, stay tuned next time for <laughs> our praising our review of Artemis Fowl. Oh. That one's been on my mind. I'm like, when am I going to do it? Because I watched the first five minutes of that movie, and I was yeah. like, this isn't a movie. It's, this isn't film. This isn't anything. It's one of those things where it's this like. This is really bad. Like, it's some, some movies are like that are based off of books. Or like people hate it because it doesn't doesn't the book justice. The, this doesn't Artem- do film Artemis Fowl. Like, it I've doesn't heard, do. The books are pretty popular, but the film is just really bad. On every level. Yeah. It's just a bad and film. Why Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell. <laughs> he is one of those actors that... I'd love to see I him play gen- Santa. I, that'd be cool. <laughs> just with his Irish accent and everything. Every, yeah. Um, I'd love to see Liam Neeson play Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> I see when you're sleeping. <laughs> yes. Exactly <laughs> that. Um I really like Colin Farrell, but he does a lot of I know bad if you've movies. Been... <laughs> I know if you've been naughty or nice. <laughs> and then I've he been, kills a bunch of uh, been, like mafia guys. I've or been something. checking that checking that list twice. It's <laughs> 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 there you go. I think that's a good one to end on. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, it's going downhill Liam, from here. Liam Neeson, if As you're Santa. if you're listening. If you can read the, you know, do a Santa Claus thing, uh, voiceover. I wonder if he has a cameo. Yeah. Do do do, 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 do the thing. do the Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, spoken know, word. Spoken word. You know, we and, don't have to. Explain. And send that to us, and we'll send you a six pack of beer. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Send him like Guinness or something. Just be like, <laughs> no, no. We'll send him a Colorado beer. So we'll be we'll be cool. No, just be completely lame. Send him some Scott Brewing. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll catch you guys soon uh, with our Spider-Man yeah. No Way Home yeah. review next week. But um. Early in the week because early in the week we actually got two episodes yeah. planned for next week. The the No so Way Home tuned. review is going to be a bonus episode. Yeah, because we want to get out as quick oh, we have as to. we can for we y'all. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see you guys then, and just keep it. What what should they keep it? Jolly. And keep it jolly. Keep that's it jolly. that that's on theme. That's on brand. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> don't drink and drive. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Or anything. (laughs) See ya later. Yeah. This is not a test. I repeat, this is not a test. The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends that you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To view all of our current available streaming and social media platforms, visit our link tree in the description below. If you enjoy the show, it would be appreciated if you leave us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, Colton, you can roll the outro now. Thank you.